Hello, and thank you for downloading our podcast. A uh, lot to get through on today's show. Uh, Ricky Lee joined us. She's talking about Australia's Got Talent, which yes. is returning. Clears up some rumours about Nicole Scherzinger as well. Mm. Did she? Okay. <laughs> no, nah, I think they're besties. Find out. And we're going to space. Yes, we are. No, don't say it like that, because I always get confused when you say we're going to space. Mm. We're, we're, we're going to explore space? Well, it just always sounds like we're going there. There's still a small chance that could happen. Okay. All right, we're going to space. Yay. Chase that story, people. Chase it up. Uh, and also, a uh, I, we don't usually hook through to our Alpha Bucks players, but we had a very excited Alpha Bucks player today. I really enjoyed her. Oh, we have ruined her favourite musical for her, though. Yes, that is true. Mm. Stick around. It is all coming up in the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. You've been hit by, you've been struck by a smooth criminal. Good song. Yes. Criminals. Yes. They're coming all different shapes and sizes. Uh, as we learned on our uh, camping trip, Abby, there are some nice criminals out there because a the guy was telling us that uh, he puts his crab pots out. Oh, um, Nigel? Nigel. Old Nigel, he was showing us his crab pot. And yeah. He said apparently some guys who steal crabs out of crab pots feel so guilty for it, they'll put a six pack in as a sorry I stole you crabs. That's just a Guess great you. way to shop for beer. That's well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, that, I don't think they realised that he was a police officer as well. Yes. Uh, he was very high up in the police. Yeah. Nice. Did that surprise you? It did. Yeah. I was like, is he here for us? He's a lovely or? guy, but if he said to us, I'm a professional um, criminal, I would have went, fair enough. Ah, right. <laughs> you know? Okay. <laughs> he said he's a police officer. Went, fair enough. You know? Yeah. Which is whatever he would have said, I would have agreed to. It's good if he was going undercover. Yeah. Uh, but there is a, um, not a smooth criminal. But a very dumb criminal in Sydney, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure if many people would have actually accident, had an accident with a police car before. Because I imagine even if you're in the right when you hit a police car in your car... You get out and say, I'm so sorry, officer. Yes. Yeah. You'd always get the blame, yeah. you know, straight up. Uh, this was on the news last night. Around 10.30 yesterday morning here at Eastwood Police Station, the officers inside the station heard a uh, loud crash, a bang out the front of the police station. They came outside and they could see two police vehicles had crashed into them. Uh, They checked the CCTV and they identified a white Toyota high-ace van had collided with the police vehicles at the front of the police station and taken off. So a white van has swiped Done a hit and run. Yeah, two cop cars at the police station. (laughs) That, that's bad luck, isn't it? But everyone oh, involved. Bad driving, I'd say, more than luck. Mm. Well, you got a courier driver, by the sounds of it, yeah. just out there trying to make ends meet. Living his, living his job. Smashing into two parked cars? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was, well no, he was delivering. Yeah, right. He was obviously looking down at the Refidex or checking Instagram or something. Out of all the cars in the world that you could collide with when you're out doing your run... Mm. You get two police cars. Right. And you'd have to stop as well, because I've got so many cameras there at yeah. the station. But you'd freak. You know, you think, maybe I'll get away with no it. No excuse to hit and run. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not giving an excuse. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is, is when you hear this next piece of audio, uh-huh. you're going to understand okay. why the guy didn't stick around to swap details. One of the inspectors, one of our senior police officers, actually cited the white high-ace van. Uh, the vehicle was searched and uh, remarkably inside that vehicle was 13 boxes. In Each box contained 21 one-kilogram bags of uh, methamphetamine, commonly referred to as ice. What are the odds? <laughs> why, why did he do that? I mean, like, what, I mean, why was he driving? I mean, I'm just saying, if I was putting myself into it, which I can never could, yeah. I wouldn't drive anywhere near a PlayStation. That's a very good point. That is a very good point. So what was he doing a delivery? Oh, or, hey, whoa, hey. Or is the smart thing to do yeah. is set your warehouse up across the road from the police? Oh, it's so, so close. Last place they'd look. That's right. They're going to be searching far and wide. They'd never think across the road. <laughs> It's a large amount of meth. And that really? would look bad for them. Even if they found it, they might go, oh, we can't report that. Yeah. That's going to make us look stupid. They had yeah. never heard of the guy in the van before. Yeah. He was not even on the radar until he hit some of their cars. And there was, like, that sounds like a large... 21 kilos. ...number. Yeah. Huh. But even when you put the cost into perspective... With an estimated potential street value in excess of $200 million. Well, at least he's got the... Uh, Accident covered. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they would have been congratulated on that bust. 
Do you it's know what I mean? 50, 50, like, wouldn't well it? Well done. Yeah. Good luck to congratulate. I mean, they obviously crashed right into your car and gave yeah. you the arrest. It but... was a long-term investigation <laughs> resulting in the uh, apprehension of the suspect. We've got an award here. Inspector Trent with the largest haul in drug history for Sydney. I mean, we'll give you the certificate, but we're not going to give you the plaque. No, the consolation prize, yeah. What are the odds, huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's going long, away for a very long time. And that's yeah. got to be, that's also sucky for him when he's in jail. What are you in for? I ran my car full of drugs <laughs> into two parked police cars. Yeah, mate, you actually deserve to be here. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. First calls is when the show is yours. Our number is 131060. Make sure you call Kylie in Mount Cotton. What do you want to talk about? The stress of moving. Oh, oh. Apparently it's right up there. I think it's third on the list of the most stressful things in life. Mm. Yes, particularly when there's two children and yeah. dogs. And <laughs> Are you moving far? Uh, we're in with family for a few days, mm. weeks, until we settle on the new house. So oh. it's all a bit unknown and crazy. Are you getting a removalist? Uh, we use Todd's system. So easy. Unpack oh, it up. yeah, right. Put it away. What is it? Unpack it when we get there. Is that when they deliver it to you, the like a little like room sort of thing, and you fill it up? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Made it easier than in and out in trucks for a few days. Yeah, because they always stress me out because you're paying by the hour. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, I wasn't ready. Man, and if they the parents always... stress you out, you can pop in and live in the pod for a while. <laughs> and and removalists <laughs> always smoke. They're always smokers. And you're like, I'm paying you by the hour. And there's a lot. No, Do you take see, the dart breaks out of it? Recently, the removalists that we've got are all, they hire the trucks. They don't even own the oh. trucks. So they're paid by the hour and they mm. will pay for the service of the truck and mm. then be able to do it. Mm. No, not mine. For some reason, mine always turn up. I go, they go, sorry, mate, I'm two and a half hours late, but we'll get to it in a couple of minutes, all right? Don't you worry. <laughs> Stop using the same people. <laughs> yeah, they're so cheap, but that's their issue. Uh, thanks, Kylie. Hey, our favourite caller on the air this morning. You're going to get to go and check out the Astro Jump Teddy Bears Picnic at the races, Saturday, 27th of July. Eagle Farm Race Course is where it's going to be. Crystal's in Red Bank Plains. What do you got for us in first calls this morning? Crystal? Hi, this is Crystal. Hey. Hi, I was just going to talk about how crazy toddlers are and how they're always getting into everything. Mm, what's, your, what's your toddler got into? All right, so I was in the lounge room and all I could smell was poo. I was like, oh, I just changed his nappy. Maybe the bin's yucky. And then I turned around and he's gotten into his nappy that was in there from this morning and he's pulled it out and he's going to put his poo in his mouth. Mm. Very Freudian there, isn't it, really? <laughs> oh, it was isn't, that, isn't that what it is? Like, no! Put it on the walls, paint a picture. <laughs> oh, they're just into everything all the time, all the worst stuff too. Did he actually, did he get to the eating point? Touched his lips. Yeah, can we? I'm not. He'll never eat a Mars bar again. No. Okay, all right. No. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate, Crystal. Maybe, uh, do you bag them up? Do you get those, like, little plastic bags, or what do you do? No, I just put them in the bin because I always clean the bin out yeah. on the weekend. So I thought, yeah, I'll be fine. And I didn't think he was tall enough. He's pretty short, but yeah. obviously mm. he can reach. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. Good luck to him and his future endeavours. Belinda, you're on the air this morning. Hi. Good morning, you guys. How are you going? Yeah, we're good. Going. I got a message from Belinda yesterday. She's the one who uh, had uh, the house party. Oh, we yeah. We threw it at her house. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we trashed that joint. Well, no, 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 we didn't trash it. We just tried on your clothes and used your bags and stuff like that. But I did get a message about what? You did. So it's the party that keeps on giving. Yeah. And uh, I was putting some cups away yesterday and came across a couple of party cups and I thought, mm, these aren't mine. Where did these come from? Mm, I know where they came from. Yeah. So I thought, I'll message Abby and, and let her know that I've found a couple of your your cups from the night. Anyhow, um, Abby said, oh, look, just throw them away. And I said, no, I'm thinking I'm keeping them. That might have been Conrad's bills. They might be worth something yeah, on eBay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, even if they weren't, they are now. No, <laughs> I love that. She's right. like, no, no, I can't throw them out. Can you find out if uh, they're ones that he used? See, so the... I don't really know. Did we take cups? No, I think he used those uh, solo cups, red ones. I could be yeah. I could be wrong on that. But that's them. That's them. Yeah, well, that's maybe, them. maybe there was. There you go. Because the... I was like, anything yep. I find from now on, just throw out. Mm. The idea was to go in and you not notice that we were there, but we made it very apparent. Have you, I, I, I for no apparent reason, just have uh, wondering if you've had any issues with your washing machine at all? Oh, God. Oh, 
Okay, no, I don't have that one. No, that's good. What did what you did do you to do? the washing machine? And I didn't. I didn't do anything to the washing machine. Uh-huh. But I what happened do... to the washing machine? Well, uh, I after we used your towels, I thought it would be a good idea to dry them and put them. Um, back away so you wouldn't know, but I yeah. didn't realise that when I put the towels in, someone had put a full can of beer in there, so I let it spin dry because oh you've got a washer-dryer combo. I let it dry oh. for about 45 minutes, and then when I went back, I was like, these towels are still wet, and I realised that a can of beer had exploded in there, so I oh was I was sure we were no. going to get a call. <laughs> no, not at all. Such not a teenage party. Let's hide a beer in the washing machine. Save yeah. it for later. It could have been you who did it. Yeah, well, hey, you, who knows? You were a little under the weather. <laughs> I was celebrating party. that night, Belinda. It was a shame you weren't you there. Good did. party. Yeah. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Australia's first ever Winter Olympics gold medal, Stephen Bradbury, is the champion. And will he be the champion on Survivor? Australian Survivor Champions vs. Contenders. It premieres tonight on 10 at 7.30. Stephen Bradbury, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm, I'm not quite back to my Olympic weight as uh, as I was in that little intro there, but I'm not too far off. I stopped a few kegs on Survivor. Feeling good. What are you? What, how, how fat were you when you went on to Survivor? Oh, uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a couple of little spare tyres happening there and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I won't say how many kilos I've lost, but it was into double figures. So, oh right, does yeah, that mean you're right there towards the end then? Well, yeah, we can't talk about that yeah. at this oh, okay. point in time. You got to watch it on the TV. But yeah, I've been married for uh, 13 years now, and the bedroom action isn't as regular as it used to be. But the new survivor body's spicing things up. Great. <laughs> Thank you for all those images. Over here, I went on Survivor, um, and now I root like a rabbit. That's basically what you've just now. done. You've just come out and just given us a high five and said, "How's my sex life?" Um, hey, I want to check with you though because we've spoken to you about it before. Um, that there is a term doing a, doing a Bradbury. Mm. It's a, a famous term now, and I didn't know if you really liked it. But then there's big billboards here around Brisbane saying, "Will he do a Bradbury?" Did they have to check with you about putting those up? <laughs> uh, no, they didn't, Abby, and. Uh, I'm very proud of that saying. Every time I hear it, uh, it makes the, the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. And it, it's kind of cool these days because people sort of 30 and under use the saying, but a lot of them don't know the context to it and mm. why it happened and where it happened and that it was to do with me in the Winter Olympics. And, uh, and I think if people are able to try really hard at something for a long time, then you put yourself in position to have a chance to uh, have the competition, make mistakes and... Uh, Hopefully that inspires a few people to uh, give it a little bit more in what they're doing. I think I saw uh, in the paper this week that you're uh, looking for a bio uh, biopic of your story to be made. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's actually happening. The script has been written. Mm-hmm. Stu Beattie is the scriptwriter. He did Pirates of the Caribbean, right. Collateral, McKelly, Australia, the list goes on. And yeah. yeah, it's a really, really well done script so far. And yeah, according to... Uh, one of the TV networks that I saw last week. Apparently, Liam Hemsworth is playing me in the movie. Wow. But, uh, That'll help your sex yeah, life, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm good. I'm not sure where they came up with that information. I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be betting on that. Right. Hey, um, you would have seen it, and sure, you're getting asked a lot about it, uh, the stuff in swimming with the drug cheats uh, from China and, and people doing protests. Sun, Sun Young, is that his name? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, we were discussing off air. Do you guys get tested for all drugs? Like if you, you know, had a had a lazy Sunday afternoon and someone passed you a scoob, does that show up in a drug test as well? Well, I, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, um, the the marijuana gets in your hair for up to two years, so wow. I believe that's the hardest one to mask. But I don't know how far we need to go down uh, a social drug chat at this hour of the morning, but I like what Mac Horton's doing, that's for sure. And that Chinese guy, I, I don't know if he's ever tested positive. I believe that he has, yeah. but you know, I think it's nearly impossible that he isn't on the gear, and I like the stance that's being taken here. Why do you say that it, you think it's impossible that he hasn't been? Well, I'm probably overstepping there because I haven't done enough research to, uh, to blurt that out there, but you know, did, did he smash, uh, did he smash mm. some blood vials or something. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, you know, there's uh, there's a fair bit of evidence pointing in, in his direction. So, I don't know. I think uh, it certainly spices up the conversation and, you know, puts a bit more heat on, on the likes of China and, and Russia around cheating. I don't know if you've seen the, the documentary on 
Netflix. It's called Icarus, but mm. it sort of outlines how the, the Russians have been the, the gold medal cheats for the last 40 years. And, you know, China's taken a leaf out of their book for a, a lot of those years too. Every athlete we've spoken to have said that they're so proud of uh, Matt Corden for making a stance in it. It seems like every single um, athlete has frustration knowing that in their chosen field there are people that are cheating. Yeah, well, there's only speculation that you can make. You know, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. But, you know, sometimes people are just too good. I mean, you go back and have a look at the at the Lance Armstrong era when uh, when a lot of people in cycling were uh, were forced into taking performance-enhancing drugs just to keep up. Yeah. yeah. And fortunately, that's a, an era where it seems to have passed now. They make you pee in a cup for Survivor? <laughs> just to drink. Uh, I've done it. At, I've done it at the Olympics plenty of times. But yeah, the, the Survivor experience was uh, was pretty amazing. It was a once in a lifetime opportunity, and the adrenaline that went along with the challenges and going out of your comfort zone is, is something that that kind of took me back into Olympic mode a little bit. Which, having three young kids in a normal life, I don't get as often as I'd like, so that was pretty cool. Oh, so you're getting a break from the kids yeah. as well? No bath duty, no lunches, <laughs> no drop-offs? Yeah, no one gives you a trophy for that shit. No, they do not. <laughs> you know what? And you need one. <laughs> Stephen Bradbury. Uh, mate, a pleasure. Australian Survivor. Champions versus Contenders. It's tonight, Channel 10, 7.30. Best of luck, mate. We hope we see you there at the end. Yeah, cheers, guys. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. The only thing better than a new Suzuki is half your money back. See your Suzuki dealer now. T's and C's apply. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. $10,000. That is how much you win every time we play Alpha Bucks. It's twice a day. That means in one week, $100,000 can be won. That is some sweet money, Brisbane. That's how much we love you. Here we go. All right. And playing this morning is Joelle from McLean. Morning, Joelle. First time on the show. Oh, <laughs> Did you get a ha ha because you didn't understand what she said? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Jolene. Uh, Joel, uh, now, you know how this works. You're very excited. You're about to almost win $10,000 if you can answer every single question with the letter that Abby will give you. But you do get 50 bucks per question, so you should get some cash, all right? All right. Awesome, awesome. All right. All right. You're a professional. You say you normally get eight or nine. Yes. Right. Yeah. Normally, and I normally have time. All right. She's got time. Speak right into the phone so we can hear you clearly. Oh, your I letter. I think she is. I think that's what the issue is. <laughs> oh, I thought it, was, it sounded like a speaker one. All right. Your letter is M for money. Okay. No worries. Here we go. Name a chocolate bar. Margarita. Name a cocktail. Margarita. Name a Brisbane suburb. Melville. Name an overseas holiday destination. Maldives. Name a kid's toy. Maracas. Name a type of flower. Pass. Name something you need when you travel. Money. Name a musical. Uh, pass. Name a rapper. Oh, Are you going to walk away with three hundred dollars, though? Oh, you're welcome. The two that you passed on, name a type of flower, Magnolia or Morning Glory you could have had, and a musical you could have had, Matilda or Mamma Mia. God damn it, I love Matilda! <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it now, I'm sure. You know what? Jo- <laughs> Joelle, we know you are such a hard, uh, hectic player because I could tell you could hear in the timer when it starts, starts yeah. to speed up. You know you're running out of time, and I could hear in your voice that you knew the pressure was on. I suck on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Family meeting time? Yes. All right. There's an idea. <laughs> We're all a little unsure on. Some more unsure than others. No, no, no. I'm sure on this idea. You sure on yeah, it? Yeah, you just keep changing the goalposts, so I didn't understand where you were at at the moment. That's what we do. We start small. We go large. Mm-hmm. Brisbane, we're going to need your help on 13, 10, 16. <laughs> The final frontier. 50 years ago, man set foot on the moon. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. We've never returned. People have asked the question, why? Why haven't we gone back before? And that, Abby, is a brilliant question. So I propose 
our show, Sav, Abby and Matt, return to infinity and beyond. While man doesn't feel the pressure to go back to the moon, he does feel the pressure to have an amazing proposal story when he asks that special lady that special question. I'm aware the link is very, very tedious, but imagine... And out of this world proposal. We're going to have to go right to ludicrous speed. That's a great idea, Matt. Thanks again, Abby. Are you trying to make space interesting for me? I'm, this is what I'm trying to do. Because I you... feel like this is a bit like, come on. Like, you yeah. want to go to space, and I'm like, eh. It just, it's like we're not there. Like, if we were going to space, that's interesting. But really what you want is just to send something up. And you've got to remember, it's a little bit boring just waiting for something to come down. So you're trying to attach a diamond to it and think I'm going to be interested? Ah. Are you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine, right? Yeah. A rocket. Because you know you see the footage when the rocket shoots up the little capsule with the spaceman in it? Yeah. And then you see it detach from the rocket and then you're like, this is a glorious moment. Yes. Imagine if we could do that. Uh with a little tiny box on it. Uh Mm -hmm. And it is an engagement ring. Mm -hmm. And standing... On the ground is a man waiting to propose to a woman, and we make the ring fall straight down into that beautiful moment. We'll need a lot of science. Straight mm. like he has to catch it? Can we make it a bit more a competition, though? Well, let's let's see. Imagine it falls down. Yeah. They propose. Yes. That yeah. is a viral video. That will be <laughs> as big as, if we could televise it, yeah. the whole world, I think, would finish Has school and work early. Has it ever been done before? Never been done. Have you Googled? I've Googled a yeah. lot. Okay. Probably not the, the dark web, yeah. but I have Googled, uh-huh. and I don't believe that it's been done before. The, the, list, the logistics of this are quite insurmountable, for lack of a better word. I'm not sure what insurmountable means. Unable to be achieved. Yeah. It is. Come on, they do it before. Well, you, like, you said they've never done it before. No, well, they're going to be on a field, and it has to be a very large field. That's my girl. And they might have to run to the ring, and That's we might have girl. to edit a little bit, and it'll be a yes. little bit of a delay. And are they in your field or are they field? And a bit of calling around, but still, no proposal. No proposal goes exactly to plan. There's a little bit, and you know what? The girl doesn't care. As long as the ring comes down. As long as the ring comes down. Doesn't burn up on the entry. I don't want to spend money though. I'm putting it out there. I don't want to spend money. We're gonna have no to part with some money. Some, but I'm not doing I'm not doing hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars because we don't have that money and we're not GoFunding for this. I'd never thought we're about GoFunding. We're not blowing our budget in July for the whole year. <laughs> that what? is what I'm telling you now. The what? Australian Christian Mom Lobby, they're keen to get money for people. They might put a GoFundMe So we'll up. get two people that have never been intimate before and they don't drink and we'll ask Israel Folau. No, we're not getting on board that. No, no, no. Well, what's, what's the budget space airline? I don't airline? know. I don't know. We're going to have to do some research. I'm just liking the diamond. Has to be a big ring. Oh, it's... It'll be a space rock. It's got to be huge. Uh. What are we talking, like a... What is what is an expensive engagement ring? Like $10,000? $20,000? I don't know. I would, I would say the average would probably be around about 10. I know mine's below average, so, you know, well, keeping the, humble. The engagement ah. ring I got Esther yeah. was on a half price sale, but the guy Perfect. sold me because yeah. he said, I'll give you the certificate for the full value. I was like, my friend, I'm buying that I'd ring. I'd like 20000 20000 Okay. Plus the added cost of launching it into space. This is going to get X-y. That's why they call it SpaceX. That's right. Do I have your support, Abby? Have I finally won you yeah, over? Yeah, I said support. I said support. All right. Brisbane. Don't need, don't need mine. Well, I mean, I know, right? <laughs> well, you're in. You, you're already in. You we we you had this conversation before, but he keeps he, he's made an executive decision. Yeah. No. Oh, you said you're... Oh, oh, sorry. Are you in too? Yes, yes Matthew, I need. Well, you told me you were. I don't have to convince you. Okay. It's this one who needs to convince you. I just don't want too much boring space chat. Let's get, there's going to be a bit of that along the way. 131060. Is the rest of the family in? If you they need to say tell no, us. you have to let it go. You can't sit out in the phone room and go, no, don't take their no. <laughs> no, don't take their no. I, I don't choose the calls that go to air. You oh, guys sure. choose them. Oh, you so don't. I don't. That's sure, Trump got you in. don't. It's not, it's not, it's not me. <laughs> right, well, 131060, do you think we should do an out-of-this-world proposal? Yep. Something involving space and a diamond ring? I mean, look, hey, if you are... Look, let's be honest. Can I have a serious chat with the girls? If you know you're going to get proposed to, if you've already talked about getting engaged, would you be interested in this? Yes. 131060. Russia, if you're listening, do that thing now. Now's the time to do it. Why would Russia want us to do this? They they, they rigged the... The, the, the US election. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, no one's ringing, and this is one, not one looking. Guy is this is Ryan. not looking good for me. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. The final frontier here. Fifty years ago, man set foot on the moon. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. We've never returned. People have asked the question, why? Why haven't we gone back before? And that, Abby, is a brilliant question. So I propose our show, Stab, Abby and Matt, return to infinity and beyond. While man doesn't feel the pressure to go back to the moon, he does feel the pressure to have an amazing proposal story when he asks that special lady that special question. I'm aware the link is very, very tedious. But imagine an out of this world proposal. We're going to have to go right to ludicrous speed. <gasps> That's a great idea, Matt. Thanks again, Abby. You know my voice is deeper than yours, and you know that Stab over there, the only problem he's got with all of that is that you said tedious. What is the word? Tenuous, but seriously, I think tedious is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tenuous link. Tenuous. Yes. Tenuous. Means right. It's a very thin thread. Good to know. See, we're all learning something through this experience. People that can't master the English language shouldn't probably go to school. <laughs> 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 that's English language like me. I'm a walking thesaurus. Is that a minor stroke? Oh, that sucks for you, doesn't it? Can we slow mo that? Sorry, mate. What'd you what say? What was your sledge, mate? People that can't master the English language should not be going to space. Look, you've been on board my stupid idea from the start, right? You're keen. You want to do it? Uh, yes, sure. Yeah, well, I love we've space. been talking about space quite a bit because, of course, it is a 50 years. Mm. It's just, I don't, you, you're getting down with a bit too much space chat. And you keep saying we're going to go to space, and we can't. Not us physically, because Richard Branson hasn't worked that out yet. That would cost too much money. Mm. But what if there was a beautiful couple who, in 50 years from now, could say, it 50 years ago, yeah. we got engaged through the power. Yeah, of space. and their grandkids will go. We're living on Mars. Shut up! No one cares. <laughs> yeah, but they were the first. They were the first. Hey, if it wasn't for us, yeah. Now, see, see this ring? Spin the space. Yeah. We're in space. <laughs> uh, I just, I just don't want it to be costly, and yeah. I don't want to get too much boring space chat. Well, I've noted what you said, <laughs> and I'm going to take it to the rest of the family. Okay. Thirteen ten sixty, Kirsty. Yeah. Are you keen or are you not? No rubbish. Rubbish. No. Rubbish. Uh, why, why? Why is it rubbish? It's too much money to spend on boring space chat. Ah, uh, you're not a, you're not into space. No, well, it's just a lot of money. You'd spend a fortune providing the whole situation, and it's yeah, not something. Yeah, no, no. not into it. Not okay. something that you're interested in. No, not personally, no. Right, that's one in the no column. I, it's funny, is it? I, I know he's trying to take him on board, but I think it's actually physically hurting him. Oh, no, this is a family. This is your family. And you I, know what? There's some members of your family you don't get along well. There's some families members that you hook up with, you know? It's all different in your family. <laughs> Tash. Tash is one I'd hook up you. with. Hey, Tash. How you, how you going, Hi. darling? I'm good, you? Good. Yeah. What do you think about this idea to go to space? Uh, it'd be good, but you'd have to put a GPS on it. Yes, yeah, of course. Of yes. course. Absolutely. Yeah. So it blooms over Ipswich. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah. Are you waiting to get proposed to, Tash? Absolutely. It's been seven years. Oh, okay. See? You know, we can't rush these things, but apparently, things, you know. Matt, imagine that. I waited seven years, and then my ring fell, fell from the heavens. The yes. <laughs> right. right. It would just be just, yep. All right. I think right. Tash would just be excited yes. if she got proposed to full stop, regardless of where the ring came from. Jade, in Springfield, what do you think? I'm for it, although I don't like space at all, but, yeah. I imagine the story that you could tell that, you know, your rings come from out of state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. It would have more value. Like, as it hits, it would add hits to into it. space, it'd be worth more, uh. I reckon. I agree, definitely. Yeah. Thanks, do, Jade. Do we have to worry about re-entry and burning last? Up? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, what? you said it's in a box. Uh, we'll, we'll make it out of a black box like the aeroplanes have. Sure. <laughs> Jackie in Forest Lake, is it a, is it a good idea <laughs> to send a ring to outer space or a bad idea? Oh, it's a bad idea. Waste of time, waste of money, it'll end in divorce anyway. Wow. That's well, Jackie, that's, that's, that's <laughs> Do you like space Isn't chat? Thing? No, no, no. Could, that'd cause divorce, I think. Uh, a bit more space chat, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, 
Wasted time, wasted money. We can do better things with our time and money. This is why we haven't gone to the moon, because the public opinion about space has gone. Yeah. yeah. Are you a divorcee, are you, Jackie? Oh, yeah, happily. Happily, happily divorced. It sounds it. it does. I don't know if you're anti-proposal or anti-space or just anti-things, but um, I think it's I'll, anti-marriage. I'll take it on board. Yes. Brian. Okay. Brian. Mate. Hey. It's on you. I, I think it's a bloody brilliant idea. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Brian, you sound like a bit of a spaceman. What's, what's your hobbies? Um, in the cars. Yeah. I, like, I like the idea of space. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go one day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, what about your relationship situation? Um, in a relationship, I've been wanting to propose to my missus for a long time, but I just haven't had the chance and haven't had the funds to do it. Yeah, right. Mm. So a space ring would really help you out. Yes, it really would. So, okay. I mean, it doesn't matter what anyone says. We're doing it anyway. It's three to two. <laughs> it's three to two. So is that a win? Because, I, I mean, a... I could Elon Musk it and do this privately, but... No, you never could. Well, you three to two is, is statistically a win, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, up we go. And beyond. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. During that national anthem, Horton did not stand up on the medal podium, and he's still not standing up. A silent protest, perhaps. Not happy. Soon is in the race and beating him. Yeah, a lot of people are saying they're sore losers that are happening in South Korea at the moment to do with the swimming championship because people aren't happy that they believe some people to be drug cheats. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? Over here in Australia, and, and rightly so, we're supporting Mac Horton, but if you opened up a Chinese oh, newspaper, yeah. it would yeah. be very different. Completely, mm. especially the language. They've been saying that we are sore losers. You lose. I win, yes. I win, yes. I'm winning, he says, and oh. he is correct. He did win. But we won it on 131060. Bad loser stories. Mm. Share with us. So you say your son Finney, when you're leaving the Gabba, mm-hmm. after the Crows have been beaten by the Lions, he's, he's spitting abuse at people? Yeah, we had, we had to leave because he was crying so much. And we know what's going to happen, so we're trying to walk, like tell him it's just a game. And no, apparently not. That does not run in his family. No, I don't know where he gets it from. Scotty has a lot to answer uh-huh. for. Hey, Jess, uh, your kid is a, is a bad loser? Yeah, I think it might be a little bit of a boy thing. Mm. Um, he's an absolute angel the rest of the time, but does struggle with losing. And another thing that Abby said, we know it, so we try and prepare for it. But one time I was playing foosball table with him and just the ball kept on he kept on accidentally scoring own goals and he ended up losing against me and just absolutely lost it at my parents' house. And I just couldn't calm him down. We had to end up leaving. He just saw red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did not, did not take it well. Uh, Foosball's an important sport. It is. <laughs> well, it's more annoying because you're doing own goals. Yes. So, Jess, technically you didn't even beat him. He no, beat I himself. I really trying not to. <laughs> yeah, that's even worse. It's even worse, isn't it? Because you're like, oh, I should. Hey, uh, Ashley in Wellington Point, what's the sore loser story? All right, well, I'm the sore loser. So back in the athletics carnivals during high school, me and this one bloke were very competitive against each other. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of years where I basically got the better of him. Um, and this one particular year, he just won. And I told him that, I said, yeah, look, dude, I let you win because you lost all those other years. So it was kind of like a pity thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did he believe you or was he like, no, you didn't? No, he basically said, no, I didn't. I know you tried because you're huffing and puffing. You can barely talk. I said, no, 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 no. It's true. It's true. But, yeah, really, I was, like, eaten up inside because I wanted to be, like, basically have five years. Yeah, have 100%. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't get it. Uh, All right, Chloe, hi. Hey, Chloe. Hi. Hey. Your son's a bad loser? Yeah, he is. What does he do? Um... He thinks that everything's a race, and when we play like the likes of Monopoly and all that stuff, if he doesn't win, he just chucks a tantrum to the point where it's crocodile tears. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a game of Monopoly end any other way. Uh, Monopoly is a very hard game to play with some people. <laughs> How old's your son? He's three. Oh yeah, a three-year-old playing Monopoly. How there's does he understand that? Version. Mm. Oh, oh he he gets help with like mm. my mum and. All that, so, and so but if go. he doesn't get it his way, 
no, that's the end of it. That's because he's, he's he's letting down the whole family. <laughs> he's got all these other people <laughs> trying to make a living for, and he's he's lost it all. Yeah, imagine oh. if someone did play Monopoly and then just go, well, that game's finished. Let's pack it away. It never, never ends ever like that. Happens. <laughs> there's houses never. over there. There's hotels, and you yeah. pack it up. Yeah. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. This is Ricky Oh, hello. Ricky Lee is on with us this morning. Oh, hi. How you doing? How's it going? I'm good. You all right, mate? You all good? Yeah. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, oh, good. we're good. Haven't seen you since Daydream Island. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. That's right. Yeah. You two got on it together over on Daydream. Well, no, I didn't realise. Yeah. I, I definitely did. But she did at the hotel room. She was a little bit more uh, classy than I were. But I, it was, she was like this surprise guest. And and then I saw her in the lobby, and I was like, "Oh, you're the surprise guest." And she goes, "Oh, no one told me." <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I was a surprise. <laughs> no, and then I was. I was so when we saw you, and we, um, I didn't perform until like three or four hours later. So I just went to my dressing room and got drunk. That's yeah. funny, <laughs> professional. See, because you were relaunching it after hey. the after the storms or something, yeah. Yeah, and then Hurricane Colsa came out on the stage. It was like everybody dead. <laughs> What's the most munted you've been on stage? Like, have you been at the point before where you thought you were going to vomit? I would say, not drunk, but so sometimes I have to have uh, these steroids for my voice. Uh-huh. Because sometimes the inflammation in your throat, it gets rid of all of it. So you have these tablets and you get a little bit of a high from it. And I also drink champagne before I go on stage because I just can't perform without having a little buzz on. Mm. And during one of my shows once, I'm doing choreography in a short dress and I started getting real clumsy on my feet because I started to get a bit high from the steroids. Mm. That would be the most wasted I've been on stage, but it was kind of intentional but unintentional, if you know what I mean. Are you yeah. taking this on to the uh, talent on Australia's Got Talent when you're um, backstage? <laughs> you're just have a snifter of champagne. <laughs> I know you're three and you're a juggler, but it helps me. You need a buzz. <laughs> but you know who? Lucy Durak actually is the one that helped me out. She came to, I, I had run out of my little tablets and she came and delivered me some in a little baggie. Wow. So, uh, you know, so it goes around on a Chinese got talent. Uh, <laughs> it's what you wanted when you lost your voice, Maddie. You were no. keen for that. And what did you guys give Nicole Scherzinger in a, in a little baggie? <laughs> Well, I gave her some um, Tim Tans, actually. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Did, yeah. Are you able to talk to her about the Pussycat Dolls? Because we always say that, you know, she was the she was the singer and the other girls were the, the, the dolls. Oh, backup the the rumour was their mics never even got turned on. Oh, <laughs> that would be awkward for them. But, no, I, I had spoken to her about... There was the first day we did our photo shoot and... I just had to, because I was such a huge fan of her when I was a teenager. Yeah, and I had to, I didn't want to be too awkward about it, but I had to tell her because it was, I just felt myself staring at her. Yeah. And um, I had to tell her. So I, I told her that I loved her, the Pussy Cat Stole stuff, but I also love her songs. And she was like, oh my God, I was watching some of your videos last night. And it was a bit of a love fest and I was really happy. It was oh, really cool. cool. Yeah, I bet you yeah. didn't say, I loved you when I was growing up though, did you? <laughs> No, because that's offensive. Yeah. People say that to me. They're like, oh, my mum loves you. I'm like, shut up, kid. <laughs> Do you know, I came to see you um, in the mall on the Gold Coast when I was in year five. Yeah. I went to the doctors recently and the receptionist was like, oh, my gosh, I loved you when I was eight. Oh. Well, wow. and you go, and okay, now what about now? <laughs> there was um, there's a lot of rumours going around that filming took a long time though because Nicole was always running late. Well, she was late a couple of a, a couple of times, but not like those days run late because the act takes such a long time to set up in between yeah. every 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 act. So one thing might one person might be a singer, and then the next one is they've got this whole set that has to get put together and then dismantled. So it's us, we're running late, we might have a hair and makeup issue or someone's got a clashing outfit, so that holds it up maybe half an hour. Uh, I guess Shane Jacobs and Manu didn't make you guys run late, though. They definitely didn't. It was us girls. (laughs) (laughs) Always the girls. But we get there so early in the morning and we have three, four hours of hair and makeup and fittings and all of that, and then still you're like, I hate my outfit, let's change. Hey, uh, I I um I love this website. Have you ever been on Celebrity Net Worth before, Ricky? Yeah, apparently I I, I yeah I like it. I, I need to borrow a few dollars. Oh, uh, just a few? Can I get a dollar? <laughs> you're you're rolling in it. They're saying you're worth ten million cash. I'd like to know where that cash has gone. 
He's he's obsessed with this website. No one has ever proven to be correct. Nah, but yeah, one day someone will. Thing. But how do they? How they? How do they know? It's just for idiots that click on it like he is. They just make them up. Oh wow. I mean, I I find it funny. I do it too. I did it. I was googling J Lo and A Rod the other night. Yeah, oh, yeah. see yeah. what, what oh, are yeah, they they're, they're probably real. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty each. It says. Jeez. That's a good point. Now, how, what do they do? They just sort of tally up what they think what you they would think get. You should, that, that's yeah. why I'm so against it is because I was on there, and if mm. they're telling up what they think I should be on, mm. then I need them to help me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they just guess. It's like, oh, what they guess what you would be on if you're doing radio or what um, if you sold this many records, how yeah. much you would have made from that and from writing your songs and from getting sync. So, like, but no one actually knows the ins and outs of any of that stuff. God, Ta- imagine if the ATO used it. Well, that's <laughs> take it as a compliment. <laughs> I got audited by the ATO, and my own accountant actually said to me, no offence, but you're not someone worth auditing, so I'm not sure why they're doing it. (laughs) How's it? You don't need that negativity around you. No, you don't. You don't. don't. I'm worth it. (laughs) Do you reckon they just went ahead with it? They're like, oh, this guy's not worth it, but let's just pretend. Probably. Jay-Z and Beyonce, uh, net worth is $1 billion. Wow. But that's actually... Yeah, I believe that, though. Yeah, that's from Biz- Business Insider. That's just not from us. What's Nicole Scherzinger? Look her up. Yeah, look her up. Mm. And then you can ask her about it, Ricky. That's yeah, that'll be my next awkward question I ask her. <laughs> Oi, so I heard you got $50 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever she expects you to pick up the bill for lunch, you can be like, nah, nah, nah. Nah, Scherzinger's got it. Well, we've got a number from the producers here that's... $12 million. Yeah, you're not far off, babe. Talk to <laughs> for your shirt, <laughs> hey, uh, this is going to be a really great show, and it all kicks off on Sunday, the 28th, 7 p.m. on 7. Australia's Got Talent is back. Uh, you are hosting it, uh, Ricky Lee, and uh, a pleasure to talk to you. We'll be watching. Thank you so much. I can't wait for you guys to see the show. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow, guys, 7 and 8 a.m. If you want to get on, $10,000 is up for grabs. We give you the letters now if you would like to try and do some study. The letters for tomorrow are A for Abby and P for Pretty. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Want to change those? The letter for tomorrow is A for asshole <laughs> and P for pucker. <laughs> Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. $100,000. That is the money we're putting on the line every single week. Alpha Bucks is at 7 and 8 a.m. every single day. 10000 is uh, what's on the line each time we play. And we're giving away the answers in the lead-up to the game, so make sure you're listening. And I'll tell you how this is going to work for yeah. Glenda from Bracken Ridge. She is going to pull a sickie, and then she is going to go and book a holiday for her and her three kids. Is that right? That's definitely right. All right, hopeful thinking. That's what you're going to do if you win the ten grand. Maybe not if you just win the 50. Uh, but, look, you do get $50 for each correct answer, so pass if you can't think quickly. And Maddie has given you two answers. Hopefully you were listening. No. We're just disappointed, Glenda, but um, your letter is B. Okay. Okay. Glenda, your time will start when I finish the first question, which is, name something you find in your pocket. Button. Name something you can study. Biology. Name a pizza topping. Bacon. Name a hobby. Bookkeeping. Name a Guy Sebastian song. Pass. Name a body part. Backbone. Name a style of dance. Um, ballroom. Name a piece of clothing. Bag. Name an instrument. Oh, bookkeeping. You fun <laughs> person, you for a hobby. Ah, uh, you got $350. Oh, that's great. Yeah, the one that you did Are you going to give a bookkeeping? I'm going to give a bookkeeping. Because I'm an organised person and it makes me feel better. So uh, I'm going to give a book her. Uh, I also gave her a bag for a piece of clothing because it finishes uh, the outfit, darling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the one that you Thank passed you. on, Battle, uh, Battle Scars, or you could add Bloodstone for Guy Sebastian's song. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. I can still go away for a weekend. Yes, yes, yes you could. Yeah, after you finish all your bookkeeping. 
<laughs> well, it's only a hobby. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. You've got a dilemma. Send an email. Dear Abby, A-double-B-Y, by the way, at hit105.com.au. You can send through the issue and you can remain anonymous, as most people have. They've said it in big writing at the top. Right. So yeah, always put that at the top, one, not yeah. the middle, because she reads to the middle no, no, and then no, no, says... No, no, <laughs> I, I presume that they're all anonymous because they're all a little bit juicy. Uh, I want to hear from school teachers with this one okay. and also with parents. That's what she's asking for. It says, Dear Abby, my son is currently in a school and my husband and I have been asked numerous times by his teacher and the principal to have him reviewed by a paediatrician for his behaviour or lack of as he gets emotional during class and his reading is behind, and I know that he should be on a certain level and apparently he's not. So I have hired a tutor to be able to help him get through with spelling and reading, and I think he's improved a lot. The school does a point system, so each day we can see on what points he is, talking about uh, maybe working hard or good manners. I believed he was on task. However, I have got calls from the school saying, how do you feel about that Review. Have you booked him in? Can we help you with it? Mm. I just feel quite emotional about it because I know that the school does get a grant from the government for every child that they introduce as special needs in each grade. Mm -hmm. I feel like they have picked out my son um, and want to get him reviewed, but I don't feel like I want him to be labelled. I feel like I wouldn't do anything different if he was on special needs. Please help. I'd like to hear from teachers who feel that it is of benefit to get them reviewed and labelled. And also from parents who have done it and whether they were happy that they did. So 13, 10, 60. Because I, I, I do know it is different these days. A lot of times you'd go, when we were younger, you'd go at school and there'd be like that troubled yeah. um, kid. And I don't think they got the attention that they deserve. And I love it now at my son's, um, at my son's school. There are kids that are in special needs in his class and they do have um, extra help. Right. It was and always medication. Back in the day, yeah. wasn't it? Like yeah. they'd, they'd assess, medicate that video. Well, end I of was it. forced to take um, dexamphetamines with my school, and I'll be open and say that I was very much. I'm very much against it now because yeah. I got addicted to it. And it wasn't. A, it wasn't a good thing for me. Mm. Um, so I'm sort of against it because I feel like it's not as much help. But I think it's good for the kids as well because if they don't have special needs, they learn how to interact with one, those that do. Yes, of course. But yeah. I understand what she's saying about labelled. Yeah. We were asked to get Ethan done uh, yeah. when he was uh, eight or nine, I think it was. And um, we were pretty much... We felt pressured into it because they said he'll be our kid that'll tip the quota to get more funding oh, wow. and more help. Yeah. Right. Esther was distraught. And I, and I was kind of like, well, babe, if he needs the help, he needs the help. Um, but he, they came back and they're like, nah, nothing's wrong with him. So you did get him done? Got him yeah. assessed. They thought it was for ADHD because mm. he had a Michael Jackson obsession at the time. <laughs> Strangely, just loved Michael yeah. Jackson, um, and yeah, they, they it came back and no, and they were almost disappointed. Yeah, I was it's weird because well, they asked Finney to get done when we took him for yeah. like high functioning autism, and I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'd do anything different. Mm. So it wasn't needed for us, but then if it was a different need, then maybe yeah. early interaction. Intervention does help. It is strange that it's monetised, isn't it? You'd want to know that if they are getting this grant for the school, that it is all being pumped back into the children, not like just pumping up their coffers, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, they, get more, they get more staff and stuff as well. Because yeah. some, um, some teachers, and call up if that's you, may be like, no, seriously, parents aren't getting them assessed and we need it. Yeah. Because I might have three kids in my class that are classed as special needs by my standard, but I'm not getting the help for it. Mm. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Sometimes when you're going through things, it feels like you're alone. You'll be surprised. So many people have gone through exactly the same thing. And that's why you can send an email, dearabby at hit105.com.au. This lady has sent it in saying that her school is currently at a school... Uh, sorry, her son is currently at a school and they are requesting him to go and get reviewed. Mm. They're saying he's quite emotional and they believe he's got special needs. And she's upset by it because she doesn't think that she should. She feels like it's just for a grant. You know, the schools get it if they have special needs in their mm -hmm. class. But we want to know from teachers, is it good to get them assessed? Or from parents that have done it, maybe some people regretted it. 13, 10, 16. Danny's on with us. You're a parent. What's your story? Yeah. Um, I've got a now 14-year-old son. Um, he was diagnosed at five. So when he first started prep, the teachers did identify that possibly he had a ASD condition mm -hmm. um, 
and went through all the expense and the process of getting diagnosis and it's great. It it was really good. It has helped him now that he has, you know, nine years down the track, gotten the help that he needs, but he didn't get the diagnosis the school wanted initially. They thought ASD, he was diagnosed ADHD, so there's no funding for that. That is consistent medical appointments with regular reviews, medication, um, behavioural issues. Um, So... I have done the long road. It's nine years now, and he's doing fantastic now. And the older they get, the better they are at managing their behaviour. Mm. Um, so, absolutely, go and get them seen. Yeah. And the wait lists are long as well. So, okay. yeah, okay. get on to it. Yeah. Thanks for your call, Danny. Uh, Michelle and Brackenridge, what do you think about it? Um, okay, once again from the last lady. Now, not all diagnoses get funded, and funding for a, for a school year is only from day eight of the, the starting of the school year. And I'm a parent and a teacher aide. So um, so for my son, we had to move, but for my son to get funding for the year, he had to be at school from day eight. Right. So if they get diagnosed now, that that school will not get funding until the following year from right. day eight. Oh, right. And that's weird, yeah. isn't it? It's a yeah, weird no, that's, What's with the magical eight? I mean, yeah. nice number, but I don't get um, it. Because basically um, the school's numbers don't start, do not get clarified for the year until day eight as of, um, like, just in case some kids have missed the first couple of days of school. Yeah, right. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's just their, their system of government yeah. set up. We're learning. Nikki, in Burpengary, what do you think about kids getting uh, tested for behavioural issues? Um, morning, guys. I'm actually a parent of a daughter who has ASD and is in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we were identified by the school, uh, and we're so thankful in her early primary years to to get checked out just to make sure, because it's very similar. She's very emotional, um, behind in her learning, but her writing was absolutely perfection. Um, so we got her checked out by our paediatrician, and he said, yes, ASD. Um, she didn't need medication for it, but that allowed us to have extra support in school. She always had a teacher aid by her side, and that put her in an area now in high school that she's succeeding so well better than other kids in her class in certain subjects. What does ASD stand for? Um, it's the Spurgeon Syndrome. Okay, right. <laughs> Nikki, do you, yeah. do you think with this, uh, she says she's really emotional for it, do you feel like maybe it's her accepting that her child may have it, that that's why she's so against it, the testing? I believe so. So I'm actually stepmum to my daughter, but um, her mother was very much in this mum's situation. She was very upset that, no, my daughter can't be labelled, um, right. thinking that there was a stigma around it. Unfortunately, some people still have a stigma when you say your child has uh, learning difficulties, special needs. But when you actually break it down what it is and how the help has benefited the child, the stigma's gone. So, mm. yeah, the mother was um, very upset and not believing that there was anything wrong with her child. There wasn't anything wrong. Mm. Yeah, she just had not yeah. identified. Because I was dyslexic, like severely dyslexic, and I just got it. I got detention so often yeah, because I wasn't trying and I couldn't do times tables and I just used to make jokes about it because I couldn't stand up and do it. you were embarrassed, were you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. But it's it's weird to think now I might have had help for it. Yeah, you do. When they identified it, did you then get extra help to work through it? No, I was allowed to take a spell check into exams. So oh, okay. I got that um, allowed for, like, you know, official ex- exams. I was allowed to take like a, a speak spell check in. Like a speaking spell? A, B, B. No, 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 because you can always, you know, I mean, it's hard when you don't know the first three letters. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> right. So you, you would always be dyslexic, I'm assuming. You just, your do you my teach yourself? Two, my year two teacher um, uh, identified it and used to give me extra work. But then, yeah, during high school, I just used to get in trouble for it. Mm. But now you still see things the same, you just understand them? Is that how it works? You can do a lot of work. I've done a lot of work with it. So that's why I kind of go, I guess in that sense, it's nice to get early intervention, isn't it? So I've done a lot of work with it. Well, uh, I guess the the general advice from people for our uh, person who's called through um, is... is, Get them tested. Get them tested, yeah. And even if you want for your own sense of mind, you don't have to let the school know if you go privately. Yeah, right. True. Uh, if you want some help, dear Abby at hit105.com.au. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Security alert. New security measures. Going through security.
wouldn't think that being a politician would really be that dangerous a job unless you're like one of the high, high, high ones, right? Unless you don't like eggs. I guess yeah. so, yeah. I always find it, find it weird that like in America, if you, mm. when you're the president, you get full security and yep. then when you're not, you still get it because people might kill you. Yeah. In Australia, once you've wrapped up as prime minister, use on your own champion. Yep. Yeah. No security for you. My mum sees Julia Gillard all the time in Adelaide and yeah. she's like, oh yeah, we were just next to each other having a coffee. And I'm like, the poor thing has to chat the whole time. She must just go, where is my security? You guys did that to her when she was out for dinner. Yeah, but we we're nice. We got a selfie yeah. at George Columbaris's restaurant. Mm. It, very weird all how of all that of that seems lined up. wrong now. Yeah. We're really sorry. We weren't aware of the complications. We tipped that night. We did yeah, tip. We did. And, Maddie, you must be probably the only person I've ever met that uh, didn't try to sneak something into Parliament House. You tried to sneak something out when you tried to steal a fork from the uh, restaurant. Yeah, we got invited with Deb Frecklington to have lunch, and it's very lovely silverware in there. Beautiful. Stuff I couldn't afford, and I thought, well, my taxes have essentially built some of, of those this people I like those yeah. <laughs> I paid for this you know that meal you're eating my taxes well, that's, that's me <laughs> they look at me and go Abby you're on the dole for sometimes you owe us and I'm like yeah sure okay and I'm, I'm paying that back slowly <laughs> I was I was Over were you the, on the dole at one yeah, point yeah yeah yep Yep, I was on the doll. I was on the doll. I was on the doll for so long. It. He liked it. I hated it. I didn't mind it. I was on the doll for so long that I had to go to job club, which is when you go and they teach you how to get a job. And that's what my mum did for a living. And I got a letter in the mail saying, you must report to Ann Davidson on Monday morning if you want to keep your doll. I rock in with the class like, hey, mum. And I was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> they, they gave us fake money. Yes. And <laughs> yes. And you had to work in a fake shop. <laughs> and, and I just, I was just going... And I said to him, I said, I, I've actually finished drama school. I think I've done this And you're before. like, well, we've heard this before. Is that what they do? Yep. Well, if a job ready, they have to get you, um, like, you know, suitable for jobs. Yeah. And some people just don't have any of the interaction skills. So they will assign you to someone. You go and you do different activities. And that's when I really went, you know those places that I put down and said that I applied for a job mm. and I lied? Yeah. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to get a job. So I did. I got a job and then I got the back pay. Mm. See, now I feel like I missed out on something by having so, ever been on the job. You're, you're in a fake petrol station. They've taken chocolate bars oh. out of the wrapper and put like cotton wool in there and people come up and go, two picnics and a Coke, please. And you go, okay. And then you go, oh, I've, I've got to set, turn the petrol on because it's making that beeping noise. <laughs> so it. Yeah, it's the different way around. You go, mate, Bowser 4. Uh, would you like two cherry ripes for $3? <laughs> it's a special we've got your moment. Nah, righto. Tap here. Yeah. There you go. No. That is, that is... Anyone who's on the door and wants to get a job, I, I feel your pain mm. and keep going. Mm. You'll yeah. get a job. Mm. That's amazing. <laughs> We're not actually talking about the doll here. We're talking it? about security Sorry. threats. Yes. My bad. <laughs> That's all right. Because the security, over the course of uh, the year, they've had 186 uh, items taken from visitors on their way in. Uh, items like uh, box cutters. Um, What's a box cutter? That's pretty That's those, um, Stanley knives. Stanley knives. You know, oh, that's not, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scissors were taken off. A knife in a holster. I guess he forgot his gun that day. Is that coming from the country, though? Because you know how they have different meetings with different um, uh, MPs? Mm -hmm. You bring Crocodile Dundee in, what do you expect? Yeah. (laughs) Here's the best part about it, though, right? It says, items held at security, and then in brackets it says, pending visitors' departure. So when they leave, they get their box cutter, their holstered knife, they get it all back. That's good, because at the airport you don't. You don't. They take it from you, say, do you mind, I'm just on a flight, I'll I'll, bring it back, and the guy goes to me. Sure, love. Do you want us to look after it? I said, thank you so much. He goes, I'm being sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Goes in the bin. But, uh, yeah, we had that. We had a, a knife to cut up an apple for the baby, and it was our. we just bought brand new cutlery, and it was one of our heavy, nice new knives. And so he said, me and Esther were dropping my mum off. He said, if you both go, you can't get it back. Mm. So Esther went through. I wanted to keep the knife, so I took the knife and went and stood outside the airport. At Brisbane Airport, yeah. now they can give an option for you to post it to yourself. Ah. No yeah. way! There's a post office out the, at the front. So I've got a go. bag of ecstasy. Yeah. Do you want me to throw <laughs> this in the bin or do you want me to post you it back post to it you? I myself, yeah. <laughs> We took some uh, Cheerios <laughs> for Rory. Can I put you as return to sender? <laughs> Don't go to the airport. Uh, we took Cheerios for Rory, but they wouldn't put the bag, so I just strapped them to myself. That didn't, oh, that didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a whole bag of Cheerios, right? <laughs> yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Listen up, ladies. Australia, 1950. The population is booming thanks to these tips for young mothers. I've got a book. It's a parenting book for, uh, well, it's from the 1950s. I think it was even before then. But um, it, it's so old. You know, you got that old yeah. paper. Yeah, it like goes brownie. It does. Mm. It goes yeah. brownie. Oh, yeah, they do smell. Mm. Like of, yeah, history. Yeah. 
Uh, but this is an interesting one because there's so many different categories that you can go to and some of it we, we've gone, oh, well, that's silly, isn't it? Talking about whooping cough, of course, there's a vaccine now, yes. but there wasn't back then. Mm-hmm. So it's saying about how you need to keep your uh, kids separate. But some of them can be taken on a board and I reckon this is interesting for anyone who's pregnant and especially for the first time because uh-huh. you know how breastfeeding is hard? Yes. And no one really talks about it mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, my God, I thought it was going to be easy. Mm. Well done to those that it comes easy, but it's often hard and painful. Latching. We were never told this. It's talking about preparation for breastfeeding Mm. and how during the last three months of pregnancy, attention should be given to the breasts and nipples in order to avoid cracked or flat nipples. Nipples should always be toughened up. Oh, that's not a bad idea. You should be doing daily vigorous rubbing with a rough cloth or a very soft brush. You should be using soap and vigorously... So basically what you're doing is you're kind of hurting them. Yeah. And they're saying if they're flattened, you should be oiled and using a, a foretip and thumb in preparation for it. So nipple like callus. They want a nipple yeah, callus exactly. sort of thing. Yeah. That would make sense. Doesn't it? Because it's the first time you use them for that. Yes. And already. That would have helped me. Sorry, that's just a little bit of a pearl of wisdom. Uh, I'm just wondering if I should what? share one thing. Yeah, go on. Oh. Esther's changed colour. Yeah, they changed so that, that everyone, them and everyone? With pregnancy or just totally now? No, when she was pregnant. First sign of um, pregnancy nipple is your nipples. Change. Yeah, your nipples become enlarged, they change colour, and they might become a little bit hard. So if you're feeling like it's not cold, but yet they are, that mm. could be your first sign of pregnancy. I'm talking, no joke, day three for me. All right. Really? Before a pregnancy pew, pew. test would even work, mm. it would be like I could feel... So that's Nipples. your first response? First response, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey, babe, pee on this stick. Nah, nah got check it. these puppies out. <laughs> We're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And it, it's always hard because you want to ask the question, but, you know, I, I always try and ved, tread very lightly throughout my wife's pregnant pregnancies. I don't yeah. want her to feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, talk open and honestly with a calm voice. Try that one. Hey, your nipples are a different colour today. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Darling. Oi, darling. I don't want to throw you off. What's, what's going on? What's going on with the alley What I meant was, you can talk about anything, just with tap. Exact. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it does go on to say that you should rest after the birth and not feed straight away, which we've now known is, is not wrong. the case. Yes. Hey, introducing of solid foods. So they're saying that you only introduce around about five months and very slowly. But at five to six months, the baby should be given... A fairly large, smooth bone. What? <laughs> Just a neuron. With smooth ends to provide exercise for his jaw. Oh. The bone should be thoroughly cleaned from all gristle and particles of meat to avoid the danger of being choked. But they should be eating a large bone. Wow. We don't do that anymore, do we? <laughs> no, but I reckon that's great. I should try that. Yeah. Mm, I gave one to Rory. She ran into the backyard and buried it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's interesting, isn't it? Well, I guess it makes sense. Does it? How well, a bone, like, mm. to suck it, because you don't want little bits. Mm. I think hurtful that's great. For the dog, though. It's the one thing the dog has <laughs> that no human can take away from them. Yeah. There you go. Nipples and bones. Thank you very much to the 1950s. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I don't know if you guys have this issue um, in the bathrooms here at work. But it's a new thing for us. We've got sensor lights. Mm. So they don't go on until you mm. go in there. Mm. But... I'm not. I'm not that much of a lightweight. That, they don't go on, so I have to like wave around. Oh, they're height. They're done by height. Is yeah. that what it is? No, I don't know. <laughs> like, I've done the whole like clap. Hey, I'm here. But they don't go on, and then I try and get them on, and then they go off when I'm in the middle of the, the oh, bathroom. The, yeah. yeah. Sensor lights. They're great if they work, but they just don't. Got no soul. Is that what it is? Yeah. They're soul detectors. <laughs> well, I could use them. Thanks, but no thanks. You know, um, when you see your friends or just people doing something really cool and then you're like, hey, I saw on Instagram that you went and did this cool thing or whatever. Yeah. And you, you just want to know about it. You want to talk to them and they let you know about it, which is fine. But then they say the thing that is hurtful and that is, oh, yeah, we were going to invite you, but we just, we didn't think you'd like it. <laughs> oh, okay. If you... We're going to do something and it's you didn't not get really around to it. It's not thing because it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like you can't. That's like saying you're going to. It's the same as saying, oh, 
yeah, I was going to come around and I was going to babysit the kids for you and give you two hours to yourself, but I just, I just forgot to give you a call. Just you, don't. You don't. You don't have to mention it. Mm. If you didn't do it, mm. it's that's <laughs> like saying, feel some joy and now don't. <laughs> you know? Yes. Just don't mention it at all. Don't say it. We were going to have you around for dinner, but then I lost my phone. So thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Got myself a sick new BMX. It's rad. You gotta whack some spoky dokes on that thing. Not putting spokes. It's too rad for spoky dokes, man. Was it in the adult section? Yes, it was. It was sealed and everything. <laughs> Took it down to the pump track, pulling off some sick stunts. It was fully sick. Did a jump or two. Are you scared? Nah. Pulled up, uh, rode real fast up to my wife and then skidded. Went, sup? Do fishies? Yeah. Sup? Guy next to her went, What's he trying to recapture? <laughs> Hang on, dang it. did you say sup? What did you say? Did you see me, babe? Did you see my jump? Were you watching? Were you watching? Were you watching? Were you watching? Sup? Sup? Watching? Thanks for that. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, that's the podcast, everyone. Great job. You made it to the end. We appreciate you. I will see you tomorrow. Ta ta. Stav, Abby, and Matt. Hit 105.